All right, uh, we start out our super fan series here on uh, Bull in the Basement. Now, you may not recognize our guest uh, in his car with perfectly a Bills jacket on. I have my Bills t-shirt on appropriately. Uh, we're joined this morning by John Lang, who is, yes, Elvis uh, at the <laughs> Bills games. Uh, the super fan series on Bull in the Basement starts now. Uh, John, thanks for doing this. Good, uh, good day. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to talk to you again. Um, we're going to go through a little bit of your backstory and then obviously through the story of, of Bill's Elvis. Um, were you born and raised here in Western New York? Yes. Uh, yeah, basically grew up in Gasport area. So yes, lifelong Bill's fan. Uh, people want to know what you do day to day because Bill's fans, all of them have regular jobs. What's yours? I'm a sales guy. I work for a, a division of Home Depot called HD Supply. So I'm out on the road throughout Western New York all day. We sell uh, maintenance supplies into like the management companies that own apartment groups and like government housing and things like that. So it's, it's a great job. I've been doing it a long time now. It's it's so weird because I'm, I'm assuming that people, when they think of Bill's super fans, they literally think of you guys as superheroes who all that you do is do your 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 bills, you know, characters, uh, but not the case. You're just like uh, most of the other season ticket holders out there. You just do like they do on Sunday, get into your 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 super fandom and and do your thing. Um, how about how about family, wife, kids, uh, the whole deal? Yeah, my wife Teresa is a school teacher up in Lockport at the high school. Two kids, uh, Abby's my oldest uh, daughter, and she's 23, and my son Johnny's. Uh, uh, 21 and he's at college down in Edinburgh, PA. And, uh, yeah, I'm very blessed. We got a beautiful family. Very cool. And I'm assuming they are all as super fan as you are. Oh yeah. <laughs> so will, 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 will John jr. At some point and, and, and I, God forbid the day when it happens, but at some point I'm assuming Elvis has to retire. Is John being John jr. Johnny group being groomed to take over uh you know, your, your 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 mantra there you know it's it's hard to say i i don't know my i think my daughter's more in on it than my son but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah i i don't know it's all good i met you for the first time in jacksonville at the playoff game i mean you've been doing this forever the problem <laughs> with me is i'm for most of my career have been in the press box or on the sideline doing radio so i've never really been in the lots and doing all that sort of tailgate fandom kind of stuff. And then I had the chance to go to the playoff game and there you were. And I was like, Oh my God, I got to go meet Elvis. What a perfect opportunity. And there it was. And I was so happy I did because we, we built a little bit of a relationship. So again, more about you, your fandom, uh, always like since day one, the first, you knew, like you had a, a bills onesie when you, when you were born, I mean, uh, did, did your parents bring you into uh, bills fandom when you were, were, were younger? You know, uh, some of my best earliest childhood memories are sitting at my grandparents' house in Orchard Park, watching my grandfather scream at O.J. Simpson on TV and Jack Kemp and cheering and watching everybody in the living room jumping around to this black and white TV. And yeah, ever since then, uh, I mean, it's just been uh, I, I've been the biggest fan going. Uh, do you know, do you have a count in terms of how many games you've been to? Oh, geez. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, my father would take us to maybe one a year at the most. 
uh, since I came back into town in the nineties and got my season tickets in 92, I've only missed three games since 92. Wow. wow. And you've been to road yep. games too. Yeah. I, I like to go to one a year anyways. Yep. Uh, is there one on the docket this year? Uh, I'm hoping to go to Tampa. Oh, That's, I hope you uh, do too. Plan. Yeah, <laughs> that would be yeah. the most appropriate. Actually, the most appropriate would be SoFi Stadium in February. That would be the best road game to go to, right? Right on. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so were you, when you were a kid, Rock Pile or Rich Stadium? That was Rich Stadium. Nice. Then. Yeah. Okay. And, and the yeah. early years of Rich Stadium, when people thought, oh, my gosh, what a gorgeous building compared to the Rock Pile, right? And now we yes. all know what, what it is. Um, yes, exactly. Do you have do you have an opinion as to the new stadium where where you'd like? I mean, do you think it's like they're talking about remain in Orchard Park? Do you favor a downtown stadium? Do you care? Uh, I would love it right here in Orchard Park. I love the tailgating, the parking, the accessibility of getting in and out of the stadium. It's a lot simpler here than I think it would be downtown. And yeah, I'm a huge tailgater. I'm here bright and early in the morning. So I don't want a downtown stadium. I really don't. And I'm glad that they're going to keep it open air too. Uh, I'm all in as far as I love the cold games. I love watching Miami come here and freeze their butts off in December. Uh, I'm all in on all that. And uh, the only thing I wish we had here is is real grass. Uh, You know, it's like, it's football. It should be on grass and it should be open air and should be, should be tough. It's football. Yeah, for sure. But I'll tell you what, as a kid myself, you remember, maybe most particular when you're talking about games like that. I remember the, the Shea stadium games more than any when we played the jets and it was just partial baseball field, you know, partial grass, but it was everybody. You couldn't see Jersey numbers because everybody was filthy, dirty and muddy and awful. And yeah, I mean, that's how everybody pretty much grows up. But then in 2021, every high school now has turf, right? I mean, there's very few schools really anywhere that has a grass field anymore. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Um, for you, uh, do you have a most memorable game for any particular reason? I mean, you, you said you've been to so many of them, hundreds. Um, is there one that really sticks out that you were at? Yeah, it would have to be the comeback game that it, <laughs> it's funny because people go, Oh, you, you didn't leave or, you know, this or that. And it's like, well, no, I'm, I'm in the video. <laughs> it's like, so, you know, I was there and it was funny though, because at halftime, I, that's when you could bring in coolers of beer and whatever you wanted. Or my wife and I had like three beers sitting at our feet in this little cooler. And she was, she's like, we should just go. We should just go. And I go, when these beers are gone, we'll leave. And we sat there and then the momentum changed. And, and then of course there was no leaving that game. And it's just amazing. It's still, I look at the highlights of it and I'm, I'm blown away by the incredible game that it was. We had yeah. Steve Christie on uh, a couple of episodes ago, and he talked very briefly about um, that game um, and the fact that, and a lot of people don't remember this, well, you probably do, that he recovered an onside kick in that game, and that was a big part of the turnaround in the game. I, I forgot about that play because I remember him you know, kicking the game-winning field goal in that game, but people forget that he actually recovered his own onside kick that helped in the, in the comeback. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, just crazy, spooky stuff that happened in that game, too, with the gusts of wind. And uh, it's, it was just meant to be. It was incredible. So it was it was, it was Elvis 
chugging a beer that got the comeback started, basically. We're going to start that right here. Uh, we'll go with that, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're doing our uh, super fan series on Bull in the Basement. Uh, and a couple more things before we get to the evolution of, of, of Elvis. But um, how long have you had those corner end zone seats? Uh, let's see. I started in 92 with seats at the other corner. Uh, and then they built the new scoreboard. I want to say I, I was probably the following year that I ended up moving to where I'm at now, 126. So, yeah, it's been almost the entire time in 126. Yeah. Are you are you next to the chefs or like how far away are you from those guys? I know they're pretty close to you. Yeah, they're right at the other end of my aisle. There. Oh, my yeah, gosh. They're, they're good guys. Yeah, it's, it's a fun. Crazy. Session. Crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned the tailgate. Where typically do you tailgate and what is your absolute go to must have at a tailgate? Uh, we're in the dirt lot, actually, right across from uh, O'Neill's here. Uh, it's that, that lot probably holds a thousand cars and we're at the very back of the lot. There's probably 50 of us from Lockport that are there at 715 ish. And I'm usually in charge of the music and bringing a few bottles of whatever and some chicken wings. And we've got a, a really good kid, Tony Roman, that he brings all these grills and a smoker and all uh, tents and tables. And yeah, like I said, there's at least 50 of us from Lockport that are there and it's, it's just incredibly awesome. It is very curious. John Lang also known as Elvis super fan series on bull in the basement. It is very curious that the bills tailgate is most known for now for smashing tables. And you, my friend work for a subsidiary of home Depot. This is a little weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if that would have been around that table breaking thing, when I would have been in my thirties, I would have, you know, participated in all the acrobatics of it, but you know, I'm like 60 years old now and uh, I'm afraid I'd break a hip. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have that. We don't want to break no. the streak. We don't want to break the streak. Um, how, do you have any idea how many times you've been on TV? Oh, geez. Uh, you know, I, I really couldn't even begin to tell you it's, it's typically, uh, I mean, almost every game. So that's, <laughs> it's a lot. I, I know it was 1997 or eight ish. I got voted by sports illustrated as the most famous fan in, in sports. So it's, it's been a lot. Yeah. Where, where is that of, hanging? Yeah. <laughs> I know I got told that by by somebody. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's been a lot of years of a lot of fun. A absolutely. Um, all right. So let's get to Elvis. Um, did it happen on on game one of your season ticket? Them? Did it happen before you got season tickets? How did Elvis uh, evolve? How did it come about? From what I can recall, it was uh, in '92 there, and a buddy of mine who was a big Miami fan called me and he wanted to bet on the bills Miami game. So I was trying to figure out a way to uh, double or nothing to bet. And I go, you know what? My seats are good. I'm going to see if I can uh, get on TV and I'll bet you double or nothing on a box of cigars. So I found an old guitar I had and I could squish the fish on it. And my wife painted some sideburns and I had a goofy suit I was wearing. She put, uh, yeah, put some sideburns on me. And they had me on the broadcast. Then they had me in the paper. Then they had me <laughs> on uh, uh, oh, Chris Berman was making fun of me all week, which is absolutely <laughs> awesome. Hilarious. 
So I, needless to say, I won the bet. And, uh, and my whole section was great about it. They, they were like, you got to keep doing this. This is a riot. You got to keep doing it. So it kind of grew out of that Miami game in 92. So you, so you did it in that game. Was there any conversation about, do I do it again? Or, I mean, was there any hesitancy or was it automatic that you're going to be Elvis every game going forward after that? Yeah. As I walked out of that game, I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure something out here. Cause I gotta do this again. Cause I had so much fun with it. Yeah, it was just a riot. Talk about the jumpsuit. Uh, is it the, the, the same one you started with? How many jumpsuits <laughs> have you had? Uh, who's responsible, you know, who's the designer, who are you wearing, if you will? <laughs> uh, so this is probably the fifth or sixth one that I've had. And I've got, uh, a friend of mine, Holly Mullaney up in Lockport that does my suit for me. And I'm, she just started another one because this one's starting to look and smell a little ragged. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's time. <laughs> but, uh, it's funny. I, I, I get people to give me patches and give me stuff to put on it. So I try to put all that stuff on it. And it's, I've had a lot of fun with that. Okay. You mentioned the guitar. Is it still the original? And if not, what, what number guitar are you on? Oh, geez. I probably go through at least three a year. No guitars. Kidding. Yeah. Uh, my mother was finding them at garage sales for me for quite a while. I have a lot of the local music stores that save them for me. I know the guy in Springville at Springville Music, he, he'll give me like, uh, like at least three a year. And he's a real good guy down there and stuff. And I, I actually, I have, I have people drop them off at my house that I, I don't even know. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's all great. That's yeah, really good. Okay. Now, there, there have been some, let's be honest here, there have been some, when there were 17 years, no playoffs. There were some pretty lean years for the Bills when they were not very good. Was there ever a John Belushi Animal House guitar moment for Elvis? Um, yes. <laughs> there, was a, there was a lot of them, actually. <laughs> I had, yeah, I remember walking out into the lot and smashing a guitar and then I took the remnants of it to uh, Finnan's bar up in Lockport. And the owner there's Bev. She was like, Hey, we got to hang this in the guitar and up in the bar. I was like, sure. You can have it. So, yeah. Oh yeah. There's definitely that. So good. Uh, do you name the guitars? I know, you know, BB King famously names his guitar, right? I mean, do, do you, do you name your guitars at all? Um, I can't say that I have no, but you know, that's an excellent idea. Maybe I should. Okay. Very good. Um, do you have any idea how many appearances that you think you've made outside of, you know, being at a Bills game or a tailgate? I'm sure you've been asked hundreds of times to appear at fill in the blank events. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, everything from birthday parties to uh, all different kinds of interviews. And I, I just I have the best time doing what I do. It's just it's a riot. Absolute riot. It's super so, yeah, cool. I couldn't even I couldn't even give you a count. I really couldn't at all. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm thinking now, if I were your agent, you probably already have one or maybe your wife is your agent. I don't know. Uh, you should probably start doing a cameo thing if, if you haven't already. Yeah. I, my daughter keeps bugging me on that, you know, the young and technical, uh, better than me. Uh, you know, she, uh, she's like, dad, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to work another year and a half and uh, maybe I'll do a whole bunch more of that sort of stuff. So. I was going to say it's your retirement plan. Uh, put that in uh, place, yeah, right? Be, yeah, you, you <laughs> never know. Um, 
you, you this is interesting because um, the, the, the blood kind of got flowing when it came to doing this whole Bills Superfan series. When I saw you, I saw a picture of you on social media. You were just this past week in Wyoming, right? At, at a Wyoming football game? Yes. Yes. So uh, last year, a buddy of mine showed me the video of the night Josh Allen was drafted. It's on YouTube from Laramie, Wyoming. It's from the Buckhorn Saloon in Laramie. And it is, it's one of the coolest videos I've ever seen. They're showing, you know, it's it's for the seventh pick of the draft, goes to the Buffalo Bills from Wyoming, Josh Allen. And it shows this bar, the Buckhorn, just every, it's packed and everybody's dancing around. Then it shows out in the street and people are going crazy out in the street there. Well, my one buddy who's retired and uh, very wealthy, he goes, uh, he goes, isn't this cool? I go, no, I said, we have to go there. We got to go. So, um, it kind of started with that, where we had to figure out an away Bills game and a home Wyoming game. And uh, all our buddies up at this one bar, we're sitting around in. And I go, hey, you know, why don't we all get together and go out to this? We'll figure out a tailgate and we'll have a riot with it. And it's it took on a crazy life of its own. Just amazing. Yeah, just amazing weekend. So the, the Wyoming Josh Allen fans were 100% knowledgeable of, of clearly who you were <laughs> so it was kind of funny because I was on my way out and my phone rang in Nebraska as I'm driving along and it was a reporter from Syracuse and he said we want to interview you about this this Wyoming trip you're going on or whatever I'm like well I'm on my way right now and we we spoke for a little while and then all of a sudden I got a call from a radio station in Laramie then I got a call from a TV station out there. Then I got a call from the athletic department and then I got a call from like their, uh, their sideline reporter. And it was, it, it took on a crazy life of its own as I was driving in. Uh, and I got there and it was like uh, our group from Lockport were like these rock stars walking into Laramie and it was just off the charts, just incredible. And so they adopted you obviously as, as one of their own clearly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are <laughs> they're such giant Bills fans out there. It's so funny because they used to be Broncos fans because of the proximity to to Denver. They're only a couple hours up from Denver. But after Denver passed on Josh Allen, it didn't take them in that draft, which they could have. Um, they have taken on you know the Bills Mafia thing. And man, they are just all in and they're giant Bills fans. Um, so we're talking about sort of the, 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 the Northwest or the Plains or whatever you would call Wyoming. You also split some time in, in Montana. Is that right? Yes, actually I have season tickets for the Montana Grizz also. I go out there, uh, as often as possible. I've got land in Missoula and uh, a lot of great friends there played rugby for the Montana, for the Missoula team. And uh, yeah, every chance I get, I go out go out there and goof off with my buddies in missoula so yeah i love it there too it's beautiful country you're probably a fan of the show yellowstone i'm assuming yes yep yep for sure uh with uh our bill superfan series and elvis john lang joining us finally um you know let's talk about the team uh, and what you've seen over the first couple of weeks uh, obviously you know josh has come out himself and said listen i've not played up to expectations and certainly to ability and and we got to get better I maintain 
they beat an NFL team 35 to nothing. Well, not really good on offense, right? I mean, that's, that's for me, a, a, a great sign. And their defense, albeit against a backup quarterback in Miami, is playing at a whole different level. Now, granted, progressively after, you know, Washington and Houston, things will get a little bit more difficult. But what are your thoughts after two weeks and then, uh, you know, going forward with the Bills? Yeah, I got, I got to say, after the first game, I had high expectations and I came out to my car and I wanted to cry. But uh, it's, yeah, after watching last week and then thinking about the draft that we did with those two big defensive ends, right, uh, one and two in the picks, those guys are just gigantic human beings. And it seems like uh, uh, great athletes as well. So I love the draft. I love what we did last week there against Miami. And yeah, like you said, that. Uh, um, for us not clicking and still having 35 points, that's amazing. It is. Yeah. So long-term, I mean, what do you, tons of people pick Bill Super Bowl. I mean, are you on that, uh, are you on that bandwagon? Yeah, I'm, I'm on that bandwagon. Let's, uh, you know, knock on my wood here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all in on that for sure. Yeah, Pete- that's people can be down on the bills that, you know, the chiefs have a loss too. Uh, so if, if that's the team we're chasing, uh, if far as I last, I checked that the records are the same. Uh, so uh, thank you, Baltimore, I guess uh, yeah. for, for that. Right. Hey, listen, I know uh, you're, you're in the middle of your work day and you took some time to pull off. Uh, you happen to be out near the stadium, ironically, uh, and sitting in the parking lot at O'Neill's, which is super cool that you were able to do that. Uh, I really appreciate your time, man. It's great to talk to you. Thank you for everything you've done in terms of the tailgate and the fandom. And you're obviously an honorary member of Bill's Mafia and all of that. Uh, You're awesome. People love you and uh, can't wait to see you again soon. Thanks for doing this. Well, thanks for having me on, Rich. It's, uh, It's great to talk to you.